A lot going on in the world. First off the hop, Donald Trump and Justin Trudeau will be meeting in Washington on Monday. It's the big news. It's the time they're going to sit down. They're going to have a face-to-face. I don't know that they're going to hug it out, bromance style, because I think they're... uh very different relationship will ensue uh, than the one he had going on with Obama. Well, I think it's probably it's going to be a very cordial, hey, how are you? This is this. This is that. I don't think I think it's a good thing that they're meeting face to face. I don't know how long they've spoke on the phone. Mm-hmm. But if I, just as long as it doesn't go down the way that Trump's uh, first telephone meeting with the Australian prime minister went, where apparently chewed him out. For a, admittedly a, a weird sort of situation that they uh, refugee trading swap thing that they had going on between uh, the U.S. and and Australia at the time, I'm thinking that people are going to be surprised at how well Trudeau and Trump get along. I think uh, that. Are, do you think so? I think Trudeau has to dial down the smug. Oh, for sure, 100. percent I mean, he has to walk in there in a in a way that's very unassuming, mm-hmm. and he has to be flattering. Yeah, I, if he to walks, if you he, need to stroke that man's ego if you want to get along with him. If I he think. walks in there thinking, "Hey, uh, you know, people in America wish I were their president, and I have a thing or two to teach you, Donald," then he's going to have a lot of trouble. I think he's going to be more cordial than that. Let's hope. Uh, you know, it's an important relationship. Sarah Palin, we haven't heard the last from her yet. Uh, apparently, she is the number one choice as a U.S. ambassador ambassador to Canada. Spicer uh, yesterday was talking about it. He was asked uh, if if Palin is being considered to be ambassador to Canada. He didn't deny it. He just said updates to come later. He's right now dealing with uh, his own issues with Kellyanne Conway. Um urging people to go by Trump, but uh, we'll get to that a little bit later on in the show. I want to talk about the fact that Sarah Palin Palin as a choice seems a little bit odd when she thinks uh, English, the English language, is this. You know, I think we can send a message and say, you want to be in America? A, you better be here legally or you're out of here. B, when you're here, let's speak American. Speak American. Speak American. You, so she's going to come here and speak American she'll in speak Canada. American and we'll, sure. spe- we'll speak Canadian. Yeah. And I think that in between we'll be able to – there'll be very little loss in translation. She'll be surprised at how close Canadian is to American. You know, I have to say there's only one part of me that really wants Sarah Palin to get the job. And that's the part of me that wants to see Tina Fey resume her uh, Sarah Palin imitation as the U.S. Amb- ambassador to Canada on SNL. That would be very funny. It would be. I, but I, I'm I'm – Thinking that this is a kind of job that maybe, you know, yes, it's sort of prestigious and that, you know, she's being given the ambassadorship to one of America's greatest allies. It's also a a relationship that doesn't need that much massaging. So he's kind of shuffling her off instead of maybe sending her to Russia or somewhere where they might need someone with a little bit more expertise and a little more tact. Yeah. And she's an expert on Russia. They're our next door neighbors, and you can actually see Russia from land here in Alaska. Well, explain to me why that enhances your foreign policy credentials. Well, it certainly does. As Putin rears his head and and, uh, comes into the airspace of the United States of America, where where do they go? It's Alaska. She's just goofy. Like she's she's kind of enjoyable. I I miss Sarah. I miss Sarah. Listen, uh, Canada is a perfect perfect place for her. She likes a cold climate. Uh, she's familiar with snowmobiling, and uh, you know we're we're right next door. So this is uh, this is perfect for you her. Know, 
you know, in the from Alaska, you can see Canada from parts of Alaska. So you know what? <laughs> that actually is true. You can see a lot of America from parts of Canada too. Can do, can do. All right, so we'll keep you posted on that because nothing official right now. Uh, yesterday, I don't know if you saw what went down uh, at the Knicks game at Madison Square Garden. Former Knicks player Charles Oakley was involved in a scuffle. He is uh, a massive man. This guy is fifty-three years old. He's six foot eight. He's massive, and he does not like the team's owner, James Dolan. Now, he has, I guess, lifetime seats in Madison Square Garden, very close to the bench, very close to this man that he does not like. And apparently he got a bit lippy in the first quarter of the Knicks game last night. And here's a little audio from it. When you're looking over, there, there, apparently there's a, there's a Charles Oakley over there, Mike, right in, the, in the stands. Charles Oakley is involved in something. They need security in a big way. Security is there. Oakley now being taken off. And this is an ugly thing to see about a guy who played here for over 10 years with terrific player. Oakley and the Nick organization have not seen eye to eye recently. Oakley's been very critical about them. No, uh, um, Oakley didn't need security. Security needed security from Oakley. Uh, Oakley actually hit a security guard in the face, and then another guy made the mistake after seeing that of putting his hands on Oakley. What was he thinking? He then pushes him away and then pushes somebody away a third time. He was uh, ejected from the game. A big scrum of men had to take him out. He was handcuffed, taken to the police department, arrested uh, by the New York City Police Department, and I believe he was charged on three counts of assault, all third degree. And he will be issued a summons and report uh, back to court later on. You know, he was a raptor, Chris. Yeah. Well, it's funny because he was saying uh, that he didn't say anything to the owner and they wanted to know why he was there. Well, doesn't he have lifetime seats? <laughs> Apparently he bought this ticket. Oh. I'm not sure exactly what went down there uh, because I had heard that at some point he was at, uh, security was being notified every time he entered the building. Okay. So That's just strange. So and you know what? How do you how do you uh, enter the building without getting noticed when you're Charles Oakley? Oh, yeah. He's Come got on. like bl- bl- like platinum color hair he's, and he's 6'8". He's, he, first of all, he's enormous, but also he's larger than life in the city of New York. Yeah. People know who he is. People were chanting Oakley, Oakley, yeah. Oakley as he was pushing he, people around. He's more popular than the owner at this point. The game stopped. And the players looked at what was going on. Like, what was going on with Oakley in the stands was more exciting than what was going on in the court. Well, hey, the first quarter Quite of a basketball game is normally pretty boring anyway. Just my, the Why? Third, because third, you're not going to get to your points where you get your free pizza? <laughs> no, the third quarter is always where it all goes down okay. anyway. So it, it's, a, it's a little meaningless in the beginning. So if something's happening off, uh, off court, I'm watching that.